The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host or guest and should not be interpreted as statement of fact. Independent fact-checking and corrections are encouraged. Go get a cup of coffee in here, please. And uh, fade that thing out already. Okay, good morning, folks. It is Thursday, January 12th, 2023. Hope you're having a wonderful morning. Uh, Today we are going to hear from Gen X Talks, a father and son who seem to have a, uh, I don't know if it's real or not, uh, a bit of a contentious relationship. Dad seems like, and this is a Gen X dad, so he's a, a generation behind me, but he seems a, a more curmudgeonly than I am, more old school, more dad-like, <laughs> if you will. Anyway, he they should be uh, with us at 9.15. wanted to start off uh, with just a little bit of po- politics that's not really politics. It's just fair game, and it's probably going to not make anybody happy with me. Uh, as you know, if you, unless you're like really live under a rocket, I know a lot of people don't pay any attention to politics at all, but you probably know that Donald Trump was his, um, Mar-a-Lago was raided and they found classified documents, lots of them, top secret documents that he had taken illegally from the white house when he left this week or within the last week. Joe Biden has been found to be in possession of the same type of documents from the Obama administration. Now, Biden's attorneys turned them over and is cooperating. That doesn't really make make it right, in my opinion. But a lot of people on the Trump side are saying, well, that negates it. Forget it. No, forget about any charges against Trump. Uh, sorry, no, 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 that's not the way it works. That What you're suggesting is um, Ted Bundy could say, well, look, there are other serial killers out there, so forget about me, don't charge me. One crime does not mean, uh, if somebody else committing a crime does not mean you are not guilty for committing a crime. What it means, probably is they both should be in jail. And I'm fine with that. But don't be thinking that because Biden may be guilty of the same crime, that means Trump should walk. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous thinking. They should both be in jail. And again, I'm fine with that. If they both committed the same crime, you don't say, well, they both should walk. If, if that's the argument you are making, it's crazy. So uh, the the bipartisan uh, look at it is, hey, one person's guilty of a crime, another person's guilty of a crime, guilty of a crime, put them both in jail. Uh, William Conway's in the back. I see him hanging out there. 
what's happening? You're, you're muted. Why are you muted? You're eating? No, I muted myself because I didn't want to like have sounds going on without me being on. I, I don't, it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. But now you're frozen up. Now stop pointing at me. What is going on with you this morning? You, first you come I on muted, and now you're. Um, what? That's my bad. So I spent the night, well, not the entire night, but I spent quite a few, uh, maybe two hours, looking over everything on Gen X Talks. Oh, did you? And I sent you some stuff, some podcasts and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I should start running the banner right now, just in case people are interested. Where's uh, I'm, I'm, I kind of feel bad for being tired this morning because I know they're up uh, three hours earlier than me. Yeah, and they're getting on a plane right after they talk to us, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, it sounds like they're going to, uh, they're doing a meet and greet in Las Vegas, which I'm sure you'll be interested to talk to them about because I know you like to know how uh, meet and greets for social media people go. <laughs> oh yeah so uh that will be an interesting talk i wonder where it is whether it's at a uh on the strip or um the you know the uptown fancy part of vegas which is supposed to be like family friendly which is very weird because family friendly to them means you can walk through a casino with a stripper on the on the one of the tables with your kids <laughs> that's right <laughs> bring your right. kids i don't know uh it's it's like disney for perverts i guess i don't know i mean listen i mean they're really working hard to try and like tank the morality of America, so it's not surprising to me. Who is they? Everybody. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, everybody. Not me. I'm not working hard for that. Um, anyway, <laughs> looks like they're here now. You want to bring them in now? Uh, yes. That. So uh, this we're very no, excited. That's not how you introduce them. You know what? That's not how you introduce them. What do you, you introduce them by saying? Start- did you ever wonder what a kid and his Gen X oh. dad think? <laughs> well, now you're going to find out. Let's welcome in Gen X Talks, uh, the general and his kid. God, that was such a good intro. That was really <laughs> well, I, I wasn't going to let him blow it because he was on his I, way to blowing it. I had to stop. I didn't, I didn't know that I was supposed to placate the child. I mean, I didn't... <laughs> Me? You mean me, the child, or, or him, the child? No, the young guy. Like, like uh, I'm supposed to just do what he does now. Like, that's not. That's. You've got to be careful. That's copyrighted material. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I, you're trying to get me put in the slammer. <laughs> good morning, General. Good morning. And good morning, Gen Z kid. I, I was wondering, because, I, you know, when it comes to generations, I wasn't even sure where we are with, with him. With Z, is it? Is there one after Z yet? Or no, we're, we're Z's I, I the I think last it's one. called Alpha after Z. <laughs> they go Alpha. Like that. <laughs> not better not be. Better not be, damn it. <laughs> so uh, I was talking about you before you came on, like I do with all my guests. I, I, I talked behind their backs uh and i appreciate you guys being here but uh general you seem more curmudgeonly than me i'm older than you and i i'm a boomer god forbid and i'm accused of being curmudgeonly all the time and you seem more old school more i don't know strict well is that that an accurate characterization 
first of all, let's quit using $12 words, okay? Because uh, $12 word. I'm a $3 guy. Okay. Um, but I was, raised, uh, I was raised by the greatest generation um, most of my life, my grandfather and grandmother. And so it, it, being you're a boomer, you clearly know, you know what, what those people were all about. And there was just a very strict sense of what was right, what was wrong, and you, you behaved accordingly. You behaved that way above all else. You did, I'm sorry about your personal circumstances. It doesn't give you the right to be disrespectful, <laughs> that sort of attitude. So I think, um, I, I think I bring a lot of that to the table in raising kids. And certainly when my idiot son puts that damn camera in my face, I focus like a laser beam that, that that's what you're going to get is that type of persona. Okay, right. cool. That's a cool answer because it feels like uh, you're going out of your way to to get into that persona at, at, you know, a little bit. Like you know, I I I, I'm, I guess the question is, you're not always like that. There's sometimes you're just like a, a regular guy. <laughs> no, I'm a I'm a very wonderful guy. Just ask me, I'll tell you. I know. I I, I do. And that video you guys had the other day where it started out kind of like that one um i think you asked if you thought if your dad thought he was a good person that was actually one of the more touching videos that they've done um and <laughs> because uh he did take a second to like give him somewhat of a, of a pretty heartfelt real answer mm -hmm. that was really some solid advice too well he's got um i don't know kid how many what, what, what more heartfelt, like you say, videos? What do we have? Four or five of those total? Yeah, I'd right. say like four or five more of those out of two hundred. Yeah, right. Out of how many? Yeah. Like, so very, very rare. So he he put them together, didn't you? You put three together in a he he spliced three together in a video. Um, just said, hey, since you guys are you can't scour around through two hundred videos. Let me put three together and right. show you that, you know, my dad's not a complete... A tender side. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he, he's, <laughs> so he's working on that. The question for Gen Z kid, uh, do, what are your goals, long-term goals? Because obviously you're not going to be a kid forever who can tweak his dad with a video camera. So this, what you're doing now, has... A, a shelf life to it like you can't you're not going to be pissing your dad off when mm -hmm. you're 25 30. how old are you now first of all uh i'm 17 17 so you're just yeah. about ready to finish high school right is that yeah, yeah. i'm in so, my senior year yeah so what go way you go from here is, is the plan to just uh piss off dad until he dies <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's not a bad plan I will say, that's not like whatever plan. sells tickets, right? <laughs> right, right. Um, gotcha. My actual plan is I'm going to go to community college so I can stay here at the house to bug him Local. a little bit more. And <laughs> I've I've really wanted to be a teacher, and Gen X Talks hasn't stopped me from wanting to do that. It's actually made me want to do it more because I feel like through Gen X Talks, I've done stuff like this, like interviews like this, and um. I've got to like network with a lot of people. So I feel like I'm better at communicating, better at structuring answers and um, really holding conversations with people that a lot of 17 year olds can't do. So well, I will tell you this. I've, I've watched in the past two years, son, um, you, you've grown tremendously in your public speaking and how you communicate with adults. You're not talking on a high school level. Most of the times, a lot of times you keep up with, with those conversations nicely. And I think a lot of that has to do with, with what you've done with this brand. I, I really do. Mm -hmm. I think I agree with you. I think you've done 
well for yourself promoting the direction you're going. I would agree. I mean, I, I would go a step further and say uh, I'm super impressed with the brand and business you've created for as a teenager. That's super impressive. And you're right. You don't see a lot of teenagers. So and so that's a compliment to both of you Dad, as much of a curmudgeon as you are, you've raised a an, an extraordinary uh, young man. So no, thank you. I, I take all the credit, but really it was my wife. So, <laughs> <laughs> so but oh, now the teacher thing is, is got me a because I would have thought you would have said something in broadcasting because you seem like a natural at it. You seem like you have a uh, inclination towards being in broadcasting, and in the current world, being a teacher means really living at dad's house until dad dies. <laughs> I mean, they don't make enough money. Uh, it's, it's my life's still out in front of me, so there's no final decisions. So. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. So, uh, do you have plans beyond? Do you have plans to to where this can end or or not you're just kind of writing it and seeing day by day or do you have long-term plans for gen x talk um i first i'd like to say like business end of gen x talks i've definitely gotten a lot of advice from my dad <clears throat> because he's owned like tons of businesses throughout his entire life and i have no idea what i was doing when i started this so like he was like he still is like my main counsel when it comes to this and obviously, uh, my mom helps me a lot with like shipping and stuff. So, like long-term plans for Gen X stocks are, we try to keep it simple around here because you know That's we're not true. too smart. So That's true uh, too. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're just, expanding Gen X talks into gaming because there's a yeah, lot. Yeah, of, that's a He's new been industry. Streaming his gaming, gaming yeah, is growth. growing like at 13 percent every year online. So mm -hmm. we've he's worked out a kind of a, of a model of what he wants to do for gaming. I'm I'm going a whole different direction with some little thing that came up, but he's got if he can mm -hmm. keep his brand of Gen X talks growing and staying steady, just where it is, you know, the his his ambush videos, some live streams, stuff like that. Then if that stays solid and stays constant, then he has the opportunity to put a little time and money and effort mm -hmm. into the gaming. Give it a year, you know, give it give it eighteen yeah. months and see where he can go. He's really excited about that. Uh, yeah, it's just. It's fun to just keep growing. That's what, we're that's what we're trying to do. Also, I'm sorry about the like clearing my throat. Usually I don't get up this early in the morning. I know. I, I, I'm impressed with that, too, because <laughs> I wouldn't have, when I was 17, nobody would have got me up at 6 in the morning. The, like which this. one of your staff over there, which one of you guys was the one who emailed uh, my wife and said, well, you know, it's kind of early. I really don't know. I've got a Gen Z myself. I'm not sure if he's going to be able to get up on time. Somebody yeah, that was, that, was, yeah. that was me. He, I took offense kid, to that because my mom told me been... that, and I was like, that's so stupid. This guy <laughs> thinks I'm not going to be able to get up at 6 in the morning. He's I was been like, walking around this house like, for taking three all days. of Gen Z and putting – I had like a little mini rant. <clears throat> oh, a mini rant? You've been ranting for three days about it. I'm getting up. I'm getting on. If that guy's there, I'm telling him that I mean oh. it, and he's got no right to say that about me. <laughs> That's you, oh, that's Will. Uh, well, that's you, great. You uh, know, I will say I had hope for you because you're an FFA member, and mm -hmm. so farmers got to get up at the back, butt crack of dawn. So I thought there there might be a little early in you. I thought because you got the FFA experience, you know. <laughs> um, 
so so with with all this stuff that you're doing now uh who is your audience is it because i i'm looking through the comments and i'm seeing guys my age commenting on on dad and what a what a great job he's done as a father and how much they admire him and all that kind of stuff i'm not seeing young people in your audience do you have young people in the audience um we do uh not much on facebook but our young audience is mostly on tiktok where oh, you'll see a lot of uh like you'll see a lot of Gen Z and millennials going, That guy's just like my dad. He's yeah, just right, like I got echoes of my dad, like just like that. And then on all of our other platforms like YouTube, Instagram, you'll see a lot of uh Gen X relating with my dad. I'm right. just glad that my dad is like he 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 knows enough about like Gen X culture that he can connect with everybody. So I really lucked out with that. So it's a good way to connect with like every like age group audience. It's like it's like a family show. It's, you know? it's really weird. Our demographic is. is different between platforms. I never had mm -hmm. any idea what the how, how different and varied each. It's almost like a click. You know, you put up a post um, or you put up, a, let's say, a nostalgia post or you put up a, a video or something on the same thing on all the platforms. You get completely different responses. You get completely different uh, age groups attending to that to the comment section. I just look and go, I can't believe, you know, you th you'd think you put up two different things by the way they're reacting to it. It's it's, very <laughs> it's really weird. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've seen that everything. as well. I've seen that as well, and uh, it's it's really for me. I chalk uh, I chalk that up to TikTok as being. Uh, mostly for people who just want an escapism where other places where you're doing stuff that is more heartfelt or more, I don't want to say serious, but mm -hmm. it has so, some real meaning to it because, and, and I, you know, I don't want to get too deep in the morning, but I think you guys have hit on something that is a real crisis in not just American culture, but in world culture in the, is, is that connection between father and son and and the ability to you know grow that way because we are so disconnected as families right now i think the educational system is flawed in a lot of ways and it's always been flawed but it as as time goes on and families separate and fathers lose those connections with their sons or daughters um it becomes we become more reliant on an educational system that is really broken, and, and so I think you guys are. I hate to say it, it's like it's like I'm uh, being a little too corny here, but I feel like you guys are the answer to society's problems if we could all model ourselves and not to be exactly. No, like I, you, I get where you're at. You, it, hmm. In a, in a general sense, and there's comments all the time where people or they'll write emails and they say. Um, this dynamic is what's missing. Right. That's, yeah. that's it. Not, not specifically me, just the dynamic is what's missing. So I agree with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. Do well, you have other children or just the one? Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> kid, you going to answer this? How many brothers and sisters do you have? So I'm the youngest of eight. Eight. Yeah. I heard you mention other ones, but I, I wasn't sure if that was, you know, I'm not sure what's, you know, it's it's the internet, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and because and, I had a teacher on the other night, and this guy, 
uh, on my nighttime program, which is much more serious than this. And he's a, he's a former uh, public educator, and he's now he, he's developing courses, and he's developed a course called What Matters Most, and it's about emotional intelligence because our schools don't teach uh, kids what really matters in life. You know, they teach you know reading, writing, arithmetic. Those are skills you will use, but at some point you're not going to use algebra unless you're in the math field. You're not going to use all those, a lot of the crap they teach you, and they don't teach you the important things like emotional intelligence, financial intelligence, all that kind of stuff, planning a life. Uh, so, uh, you know, I think what, you, and I brought this up, that I think this connection, this idea of parents being in their children's lives and being part of it, uh, is is very much the answer. How did you get him to buy into that? <laughs> Wait, who, how did you get me, or how did I? Get how him? did you you get your son to buy into that? Well, okay, be specific because you you brought up for for three or four things here. What what do you mean? Well, buy, I, buy I mean being part of being connected to the family and making the family his business like this as much as you talk about you know the doors open and when you turn 18 you're, you're you're allowed to go there's this sense that he gets family is important and and that the model for being okay for, yeah, for his I, own growth sure. is to be connected to the family well that um that that comes over years of parenting and 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 just staying in a consistent direction it is very true when I say when you turn 18, uh, you're going to get put, all your stuff gets put on the curb. You get a, a $100 bill. You get a Greyhound bus ticket and anywhere you want to go. I don't owe you anything after 18. And the reason I start saying that to kids in their teenage years is because I ask them and I, 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 I'll, I'll keep this short, but I say, why would I keep you here? Like, what do you mean? I said, well, now, now just pre let's pretend that at say, 16, let's pretend we put everything on the front porch. And you want to live here because you don't have a job. You don't have a car. You don't have a place to go. You don't have food. I know, I know why you want to live here. Why should I let you? And he says, well, I don't understand what you mean. Kids will tell me that. And I say, well, uh, do you do your chores correctly? No. Do you obey your parents? No. You argue with us all the time. You're, you're very inconsiderate. Why on earth would I want you here? I mean, it's nice. We've, I've raised you. I've been your dad. You've been my son. Let's just shake hands and go. And they always say this, they think about that and go, holy crap, the people aren't going to want me around because I'm an asshole. Yeah, you're an asshole. Why do I want you here? They always fall back on, well, it, family. We're, we're family, Dad. You, you can't put me on the curb. We're family. And I say, well, where's this whole family when I'm asking you to be helpful around here? When I'm asking you to carry out the trash for you so your poor mother doesn't have to do it, carry the laundry basket upstairs so she doesn't break her back doing it. Where's the family when it comes time for you to give to us and help us out? We're old people. Where was family then? All of a sudden, you're going to pull the family card because you don't want to get kicked out? Well, if you, if you talk about that stuff out loud, you don't just leave it at the hard-ass point of view. You continue. Right. They start going, holy shit, yeah, they're... If I was a stranger, they probably wouldn't invite me in. No, I wouldn't. Right. I want you around. <laughs> so if, you start, if you start along those lines, and when they're younger, of course, you don't talk about being on the curb. When they're seven, eight, and nine, you talk about, hey, listen, when you see your mom doing something, why don't you race over there and do it for her? You know, help your help your mother out a little bit. You know, she really likes it when her children, and then they go and they they start doing those things when they see him. Eventually, yeah. they're they're plugging themselves in to the family, 
and they don't even realize the dynamic that they're that they're causing. They don't realize how big of a deal that is. It just becomes a habit. And if you can, that's just one of the things that you do. And then you 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 can move conversations along from there. But how did I get him on board? Um, the easiest thing for <laughs> the easiest way for the younger kids, and he's the youngest, was to parent seven older children <laughs> and say, Did you see what happened there? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> you see? When they act when they oh. behave, they got a, they got some help with the car when they're 16. When that one didn't behave, they don't live here anymore. Are you paying attention? That was easy. <laughs> okay. I, yeah. That makes a whole lot of sense. Now, kid. You have, when I was your age, my because uh, coming back to the guy I had on the other night, his his program is called What Matters Most. And I said, when I was a teenager, what mattered most to me was my friends chasing after girlfriends, music, all that kind of stuff. You have to have a group of friends. And how do, how do they respond to your, because I'm sure, I'm not sure, but I'm guessing that most of their families are not as constructive and, and tied into family cohesiveness. And you, you can argue that, you know, you're, you're being a bit of a rebel, but it, it's, it's apparent that you understand that your family is important. How do your friends react to seeing you and Gen X talks? So um, I have like some friends, it's like, it's like multiple groups with similar views on it. So I'd say like some of them are, like relating to it, like, oh, I'm the same way with my dad. That's so funny. Like, I can't believe your dad is just as mean to you as he is to me and stuff like that. And then I have other groups that are, like, disconnected from their parents that don't really get that sort of interaction like I do with my dad. And they say, um, like, man, that's – I feel like I wish I had that. And I'm, and I'm glad you're sharing it with the world. Like, I feel like I'm there, you know? And a funny story is I posted like the, the get a job video where he's yelling at me to get a job. And I had a friend message me saying your video about your dad saying getting a job should be a full time job motivated and encouraged me to go get a job. And he has a job now. Like he went and got a job after that video. And <laughs> that's cool. I feel like I, I don't capture that. Like I don't, it doesn't like, process in my head like how important that is to other people sometimes because i feel like i'm just posting videos with my dad don't you guys like all have this because it's like i don't have that outside perspective of being in a different family wow right. uh have you ever had to hold your tongue like being around another uh, another kid's family and seeing that because what your father talked about was being honest and make and communicating those because all those all fathers have the 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 ideas that are in his head <laughs> we're all we all carry that but most of them he's right it's uh, saying it out loud is the difference and have you been in circumstances with your friends and seeing their families where you you get that they're not being open open and honest with their communication here and bit your tongue out of respect or it just you know or are you like <laughs> you are with your yeah father, not i feel like to... i've been I've, <laughs> yeah i feel like i've been raised to like kind of like do that you know it's like it's not my house it's not right. my family i shouldn't have a say like that and but i've never been in the situation like that specific like you're talking about like with another person's family where i'd have to do that yeah uh, do you get into deep conversations about these kind of things and family life with you with your friends or or not it's wait basically. do i have what sorry like deep conversations 
<clears throat> uh, no. No. <laughs> I really, I really don't. With my friends, That's not... with my friends, we don't really talk about, like, our families. That, I mean, like, that, we might that's talk not about, uncommon, like, I guess, at, at your yeah. age. But uh, I guess you know what it. I my observation would be: the worse, more dysfunctional your family is, the more likely you are to talk about that kind of stuff with your friends at that age. Because I come from uh, a background that was really, really super dysfunctional. Like so, and so I was always talking about that and wondering why. Why aren't other families as screwed up as my family? So. Uh, tell me about Vegas. Where are you guys going in Vegas? So you yeah, yeah, this for me? Yeah. Either <laughs> one of you. Either one of you. We didn't. We didn't plan for this. What are we supposed no. to do? <laughs> we're, we're supposed to trade off questions. We're going to. Um, we're doing a meet and greet at Red Rock Hotel and Casino uh, on Friday, and so that'll. That's the main event. There's a few other things that are scheduled. Uh, my wife has. Uh, we're going to the Pinball Museum, and everyone's invited to go. She put up a schedule for like. Over these four days, here's what we're doing as Gen X Talks, and here's what you guys are welcome to attend to. But the main one is a meet and greet at the Red Rock uh, on Friday the 13th. It, oh, that's a good date. Um, <laughs> that's tomorrow. It is. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, so who put that? It, did, did the fans request that, or was that something? I mean, how does that come about? Because, you know, family shows. You don't do family shows. Well, guess, you know, <laughs> my family. Well, last year... Um, I think we just decided to, like, I think my dad was probably doing a live stream and, um, the idea just came about like, Hey, you guys should go to Vegas. And then he and I took it into consideration. Like, Oh, we could make this a meet and greet. So last year was our first one, not well structured at all. Everything was just out of whack. It well, was we, all we were kind of just going as a family. We're like, Hey, let's yeah. just go for the weekend to Vegas. Oh, while we're there. Let's do a, anybody who wants to come by and shake hands and have a drink, we can talk. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So now uh, we decided to make it a lot more structured, actually make it a Gen X Talks like thing, yeah. make it important, promote it. You know, Although, like, well, last year we only had 20 or 30 people, but we had a guy, um, you can't really see it, but this is an American flag behind me. It's made out of wood. It's handmade, hand-painted, stained, and carved. And a guy... Uh, made it himself, posted pictures to us of him building this thing, and then drove 2,000 miles in his car, sleeping along the way, just so he could hand that to us in person at that meet and greet. So that wow. was pretty impressive. That I'll, that wow. will always be in the background somewhere in what we're doing because mm -hmm. of that man's dedication. That was cool. Yeah. I will tell you the first, I didn't even know what meet, I mean, I kind of know what a meet and greet is. I used to go see celebrities when I was a kid, ride my bike around and, you know, get autographs when they, you know, baseball players would do grocery store openings or car dealership type stuff. Right. So I kind of yeah. had the idea, but we drove to uh, down to LA San Fernando Valley. We were doing some stuff anyway, and we told everybody, "Hey, we're going to be at Tommy's, which is a real famous uh, chili dog place down in 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 LA County." And everybody goes there. So we drove. We had this big thing. We we promoted it. We talked about it. We drove all the way down there, and we stood in the parking lot for an hour and a half, and nobody showed up. There was nobody there. Not one person. I ended up taking a picture of the kid 
I, I, he brought a bunch of T-shirts to give away. So he's standing in the parking lot with his arms out and all these T-shirts hanging from his arms. <laughs> and I we typed, we put it up on the website. Hey, thanks for showing up. Nobody came. No, man. <laughs> well, then worse is that the parking lot itself was empty. Like there wasn't even anybody. Yeah, there wasn't, <laughs> nobody was even buying chili dogs that day. Oh, man. Unfortunately, crazy. I can relate to that so, so well because I've had many, many nights like that. Gigs where I... <laughs> Um, your son uh, let us know that you were an entrepreneur. Uh, what 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 kind of background do you have? I mean, is it uh, just in entrepreneurship, building businesses, or oh, are you no. tradesmen? My 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 forte is is failing at businesses. <laughs> That's why <laughs> he said I've had many because none of them worked. Um, mechanic. I was a regular, just a car mechanic for all my life, and RVs did RVs, and then. At some point along the way, I found myself uh, owning a business um, a couple different, three different times, but they were the, the same thing. You know, it was just automotive repair. So you, you learn a lot um, from attempting things and failing, and then you learn some from when you succeed, and that's that's what he's referring to. Failure is a great teacher. I, I think, you know, and, you know, if you can get all into the new age stuff and, and the uh, motivational speak that there is no such thing as failure – I call a spade a spade. Failure is is <laughs> when it doesn't work out, it failed. But it, that's n- doesn't mean it's the end of the road. You're only a true failure if you quit. And right. so keeping yeah. up on it. What was your upbringing like? Uh, did you was your father like you? Uh, well, my biological dad uh, got was out of my life uh, at a very young age. I guess it was three or four, and I saw him sporadically, uh, off and on, a little bit until I was seventeen. My biological dad, or my I'm sorry, my stepdad, the guy who raised me, was uh, just the, the straight shooter. He was an electrician. He worked for big outfits. He ran a couple of big companies down in L.A. for some people. And uh, he was just, he, you know, he was just a rock steady. You get up in the morning, go to work, come home, have a beer, watch, watch sports, go to bed. You know, that was his thing. It was his job was to provide. And, and, you know, that was his, 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 his area, his role in life was just to provide and be there. There wasn't a lot of, you know, um, heartfelt conversations ever about anything. Um, but my biological dad came back into my life and he ran with the hell's angels down in uh in southern california so getting reintroduced to him in 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 late teenage life wasn't good for me so like i said my the thing i fall back on when i always went to who do i want to be and how what what's right what's wrong where am i going here was always my grandfather always pull back to that point where um you you uh, he was the he was the guiding the guidepost as you as you centered yourself for my whole life maternal god uh, grandfather or, or paternal grandfather uh maternal okay. my other grandfather my my paternal grandfather was an inventor and um i knew him up until i was 13 or 14 but uh, there was some falling out between my mother and them and so i didn't see them much at all growing up some um but he was he was an amazing individual who i wish i had known better well, let me ask you about that because every time I, a lot of, of clips I see you when he interrupts you, it seems like you're fiddling with something I can't figure out. But like mechanically or a little, I see you like with a PC board or something. And I'm like, what is this guy? He's crafty. Uh, the invention stuff. Uh, you got any of that in you from your grandfather or? 
<laughs> oh, I probably have all the. He, my my grandfather on my on my father's side was an an amazing real inventor. I mean, he really did stuff. My grandmother on that side was a published poet and author and artist. So I have all that stuff inside of me somewhere. I just don't know how to access it. So I fumble through life just on the surface of some of those things. But I nothing like what they did. Not even close. What about you, kid? What besides? Gen X talks in the show, well, uh, you know, vo um, avocational things, um, um, hobbies or, or interests like sports or music, um, any of that stuff? <clears throat> I played basketball for like the longest time, but I was actually pretty good at it, you know. How tall were like, you? <laughs> yeah, I played like JV. That was it. And I haven't played recently because I've been really busy with like FFA and stuff. Um, I've always had a knack for woodworking. I really like it. And... I always have a ton of fun with it. Like for my uh, FFA, like ag mechanics class, we built, I built a bench like, or not a bench. Like it's, it looked like a bench cause it didn't have the cushions on it, but it was a sofa. And I built this sofa in my ag mechanics class and like with red stained paint, I had a ton of fun doing it. And it, I don't know, just woodworking has always like come natural to me. So that's just one. Well, of we bought it. We bought a cheap uh, wood lathe one time a couple summers ago. And he got right into it, uh, kind of teaching himself how to make a bowl, how to make a cup. I, we, we, we both want to get back into that more and learn it. But, yeah, he took to that kind of stuff on his own real quick. Wow. What other kind of stuff other than the show stuff do you guys do together? Because, Dad, I, I, uh, I see a lot of different hats, like the one you're wearing now. You have lots of them. And I'm thinking you're a sports fan. One I saw with the B on it, I'm thinking Brooklyn. I'm like, wait, wait. Yeah, that yeah, was good. Brooklyn oh, Dodgers wow. hat. Brooklyn Dodgers hat, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what, what other kind of stuff, the dad and son stuff, do you do besides the show stuff? Well, don't worry. We do yell off camera at each other. <laughs> don't worry. That's right. We have that communication. Um, he's really turned a corner in the last uh, year or so about absorbing when you're teaching him something. Like, you can tell when a kid begins, the light bulb goes on and they get it. And this last year, I mean, he's learned basic 110 electrical. He's learned plumbing, you know, when you have to fix something around the house, whether it's a screen door, you know, why do we change air filters in the air conditioning system? Why he does all these things himself now where we talk about him. So he's had to learn the basics of he's, you know, learned how to do brakes on his sister's car. We just the other day, we we're talking about alternators and batteries and starters because he was had a loose connection. And we showed it. just every little thing we do, you know, you can you can tell he's absorbing it. So now. That's a lot of what we do is when he when, when there's something needs to be done he's never done before, we sit and talk about it. Here's how you mix cement, and here's what a pressure-treated piece of wood is for. You know, just stuff like that. So mm -hmm. that's off-camera. That's a lot of what we what we do is have those conversations. That's and he's, great stuff, He's man. absorbing all of it, so he's really coming a long way. We do also watch, like, TV, like normal. Like, oh, we yeah, don't, we do We're that. not always doing chores, you know? <laughs> Now, are you a yell at the TV guy during a game, Gen X then? No, but my wife is. Yeah, I was about to say. Really? Yeah. Really? My mom. Gen X she, mom yells oh, at the TV. She will, you know what's amazing about her? We'll be all watching a football game, and and she'll get up and walk out of the room because there's a penalty flag, and I'm looking at the kid going, what's the flag for? Was that holding? Did you see? She walks out of the room yelling back at us. She goes, no, number 38, you know, clipping or something. She's got, I'm like, how did you see that? And she does it every time. She That's sees great. the things before we do. 
Uh, and she calls it out. I'm like, I didn't even catch that. She catches it live. And man, if they mess up a call, she I've seen her get this close to the TV screaming at it, going, I'm sweet, sweetheart, they they can't hear you, you know. Yeah, okay. she gets mad. Yeah. You gotta record that sometime. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially because like um uh there was a guy I saw a video about the uh the Georgia game. Uh, and this guy was just freaking out uh, about the selection committee that that should, and like it was funny, but like uh, I I have to say, especially when a woman when a woman knows football and is passionate about football, man, I I like that so much. That's always uh, that would be very she entertaining. She does it with uh, she does it with baseball and football better than I do. Um, basketball, we're pretty even. The kids ahead of us on basketball, but. She'll get out there if she's pulling for a team or we we have these friendly wagers, we'll bet on stuff. She will get up and scream. She's like, what is it? A, oh, when a kicker miss a field goal. Oh, I was going to say that. I was going to say that, dude. She gets she up and screams. She goes, so and she's cussing. She goes, you had one job. You get paid to do one goddamn thing. That's kick the little oh. ball through the yellow post. That's oh, all you God. have to do. And I mean, she goes sideways on that stuff. Or if uh, if you hit a ground ball to third base and the guy misses it, you know, because he leans over to pick it up, she goes, you drop down in front of the ball. You don't let it go through your legs. You block it so that if you – fundamentals, oh. fundamentals, fundamentals. She will scream. Oh, she's entertainment. When we have people over, she's the entertainment during sports for sure. Okay, yeah. now th- this is uh, confusing to me because I didn't see much of her at all, in, or he, sometimes you hear her in the back. But is she camera shy? What? What's? What's? The she's deal? not camera shy. She just has no interest in uh, in ambush type videos. He's thought about <laughs> it before, and she's been very clear. She's like, "You come near me, I'm going to hurt you. That's it. Don't yeah. film me." Now she's been in probably six or seven videos, but they're the ones he plans where mm-hmm. uh, that we stand side by side and and he says, okay, you know, uh, answer questions about each other, something like that. She's also yeah. uh, been on live streams a bunch where she's on camera. We we talk back and forth and we banter. The big one is our podcast, uh, the audio podcast, mm-hmm. and we do that once a week, and and that is turned into mainly because the kid has been so busy all the time to get things you know as you guys know get get something out and edited on time takes a lot more work than people think we do that for an hour once a week and we we drop that out on thursday mornings that's just us it's just been the two of us so you know she's not camera shy but she's selective plus she does so much for him behind Mm. the scenes this is uh, her studio that i'm in right now yeah, he's sitting at her desk with her camera, her microphone, and all of her stuff. She makes T-shirts herself uh, in there. She makes stickers. Uh, she mm-hmm. does a ton of creative stuff in that office that, that she doesn't have time. She's like, I'm giving you a bunch of time. I'm doing all your behind-the-scenes stuff. Keep me out of the videos you know, as much as possible. Right. So, uh, you mentioned ambush. Now, uh, kid, is this something uh, – because is ambush planned is the I guess the question I'm I'm trying to get at here. Would you see you see okay, Dad's involved in something. This is the mm. moment where he's really going to be pissed off. This is the time I need to get him. I mean, do you plan that out or do, does it just happen spontaneously? Like, oh, there he is. Let's let's grab the camera quick. Well, when I first started, I just I wouldn't have a set time. I just go walk up to him with the camera, start asking him questions. But I realized like it's really inconsistent because how hard is it to come up with like a very well structured answer when it, on the cuff? 
right or off the cuff sorry <laughs> whatever um and it's so hard you're do, not the person having to do it you get to ask the question i'm the one who has to answer it is hard <laughs> you walk well, around with three questions and like well this is going to be super easy here dad what's your problem <laughs> this is easy i'm like it's not fucking easy man it's goddamn hard <laughs> oh my god so what yep. i do what i do recently what i do now he's even picked up on this is over the last few months, like before I ask him the question on camera, a few hours before, I'll be like, hey, dad, what are your thoughts on uh, aliens? You know, like genuine question, you know, father, son, real fast. I'm definitely not going to put a camera in your face and ask the same question a couple hours later. So <laughs> he has that answer in his head kind of a thing. So like now it's more consistent. Like he gives me good answers on a regular basis now because I prep him with the question beforehand without him knowing. It's so kind of like, it's like rehearsal or like, without rehe- without knowing it's rehe- unconscious. Rehearsal. Right. His big one is he waits until I'm in an argument with someone. You know, I'll do something on a live stream or I'll do something uh, where I'm disc- in, in person and I'm yelling with somebody about, you know, I don't even know what racism or global warming or whatever. And I get, you know, have a, a heated conversation and then he waits 30 minutes and goes, so racism what do you think because he knows i just got done screaming about it. he knows it's fresh in my head and i'm like you know right. well, let, let, let me ask you because it seems like the comments in i've seen anyway have been all su- very supportive of you but when you have opinions strong opinions about the way right and wrong you're gonna get people who are disagree with you and i get lots of hate mail yeah. Uh, do you get a lot of like any any kickback or any any? I think we. I'm not sure what to make of this one comment in here. It seems like I don't know what it whether it's positive or negative. But do you get any negative kickback from from your audience? Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the kid gets directly, but I get a ton. You know, and uh, if if it's emails, I answer them. I don't let them go. I'll sit there and answer them. If it takes me time to do that, I I'll I'll do it. Um, I, I don't know if this is positive or negative, so I had to read it to you, and you guys tell me, is this positive or negative? Delete, edit out the J, JX generation are puppets of propaganda. Parents, as him, teach no unconditional love morals. Or, that's a negative. Okay, I, I didn't well, read it, it right. right there. Now, something mm-hmm. I would respond to that. Now, if I'm on a live stream and someone writes that in the comments like they're watching, I make the answer a little longer because I'm speaking and I can get more out. But on one like that, basically what I tell people, I say, I said, uh, if let's say she was watching a live stream and she wrote that in the comments where everybody could see it, I would say I would address that. I would say, oh, you know what? Uh, and I don't know what her name was there. I'd say, you know, uh, you're right. Uh, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, I, you know, I, I, you must be one of the smartest people on the planet. I mean, I, I don't know how you're able to dissect my family, my relationship by watching a one minute ambush video. I mean, that takes talent. Usually people got to get to know me for years before they realize I'm full of shit and I'm a horrible parent. You figured it out in a one minute video. You know, I think you should go into therapy. Do you know how many family crises you could solve if you just watch 60 seconds of a family's life and you have these deep opinions that are that are clearly right? I mean, you got to be correct or accurate. Why would you be talking this shit unless you were right? That's amazing. Right. I, you know, I, you're absolutely just you're fucking brilliant. Yeah, you know, you're a TikTok therapist. That's what you are. Stuff it's like it's Ooh. so it's so easy to to know all the answers for somebody else. It's really hard to know all the answers for yourself. But uh, on the on the subject of unconditional love, 
because uh, I always talk about it. There's no real. I mean, you love your children. Uh, everybody wants the best for their children. Most people do, unless you're a sociopath or a psychopath or something. But almost everything in life has conditions, and, and to, to say unconditional love is, is a is a I don't know. It's a new age idea of, you know, everything. We should always be nice. I think you show greater love for your children when you are, you set some real guidelines and, and, and some serious uh, right and wrong ideas in their heads. And they may not always agree with you, but it doesn't mean you don't love them because you're trying to raise them the right way. I mean, a lot of people get well. That's un, you know, no unconditional love. I mean, come on. Well, that's a... parents give me that all the time, and I tell them, uh, kids need a parent, not a best friend. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. You, my my wife had fallen into that quite. You know, always trying to be friends with her kids. <laughs> it's like that's not, uh, that's not the way to go. But I have to say uh, to Gen uh, Gen Z kid here. I am extremely uh, jealous of of the upbringing and the family that you have. Uh, I think, it, and I, I I'm saying that I now, that. Hope, <laughs> hoping that thirty years down the road you remember some old boomer told me once he was he was jealous of my life because it's an exception to have parents that care enough to be a little tough with you it really it really is so i and i I expect good things from you i won't be around to see them but i expect good things from you uh dad do you have grandchildren yet my wife does but i don't i'm not old enough to have grandchildren i've got (laughs) but i have two kids in my life that are small that would be upset if they heard me say that so (laughs) (laughs) yeah well the the reason i ask that is a lot of times we're different with our grandchildren than we were with our children. Are you are you going to be the same grandpa that you were a dad? I don't know. No. I, well, no, I'm not. <laughs> he's not. Don't he? He's going to play this. He's like, well, you know, it might be a little different. No. No, he's completely different. In, 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 which, in which way, softer or harder? He's way softer. Yeah, he's like, he, he sets the tone that he's like, I'm the boss of the house. But then he'll like, oh, here, have a candy. Oh, here, have this. Oh, you yeah. want like $20? Here you go. Like, what is this? Like, this is, she's like four years old. She does not I need gave her, this. Okay. There's <laughs> partial truth to that. But I got to tell you, when you guys are listening to this stuff, just realize it's very early in the morning for him. He hasn't had his medication yet. So, you know, some of his answers can't be held accountable for what he's saying. That's as far as I want to go. Yeah, I think... I, I, <laughs> Well, and uh, I will put this perspective on it, and maybe I'm wrong. I'm wrong about a lot of stuff. But uh, I think it's quite common for grandparents to loosen up the reins a little bit. But in your father's case, I would say he knows he's done a good job with his his other children and, and leaves them to carry the tough guy role. <laughs> maybe. That would be the plan, for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so with you, Gen, uh, Gen Z kid, do you have – um, some celebrity going on. I mean, because not every kid is 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 getting famous <laughs> at seventeen. Yeah. I'm, and I, I don't want to blow up your head or anything, but you are getting some degree of fame. Uh, and any of that, like uh, you seeing any of that from your generation, you people who uh, you know, um, treat you like a celeb. <laughs> yeah, like so a little bit around school. 
Like when people who don't know me, they just know Gen X talks. So they treat me like, oh, that that's the that's the famous TikTok kid. Like he's probably he's like they treat me completely differently than how I would. Cause I've said it from the beginning, the fame doesn't really get to me. I don't think I've changed anything from the amount of growth I've had or the amount of fans I've gained. I'm still the exact same person I've always been because our channel is a lot about being real. We're just real people doing real things. Yeah. So I feel like that's one of our you, biggest I will appeals. tell you one story. A couple of years ago, he had a um, a formal date or something. You're going to a dance with a girl. You know, there's more of a friendship thing, not a boyfriend, girlfriend. But I said, look, I'm going to drive you over to the house. You can go in. He was, gonna, he was going to ask her to go to this dance or this thing. And her family was there. I said, I'm not going in. I said, I just, I'll park outside. I'll park down the street. Go do your thing. And, um, you know, and... And so he, the situation was he got in the house with the family and, and the sister and was waiting for someone to bring the girl home. So when she came into her own house, he was standing there. It was a big proposal thing. It was, they were going to film it. So while he's waiting, um, I guess the, the parents and the aunt and the sister of this girl knew what Gen X Talks was. So uh, I guess all they were doing was talking Gen X talks with him. He's trying to wait for this girl, his big nervous moment. And they're like, so, so is your, is your dad here? Is your dad out? Oh, he's out front. Can he come in? Is it okay if he comes in? He's texting me going, all they want to talk about is Gen X talks. They just want to meet you. I'm like, I'm not coming in the house. He says, so the whole time I'm sitting there, he's, he goes, I got this celebrity hanging over my head. I'm trying to focus on, I'm nervous about asking this girl. And all the mom and dad are doing is scrolling through our videos going, oh, oh your yeah. dad is so funny. Your dad is, is your dad really outside? Can I walk over to his truck and talk to him? So He's like, he almost was like, dad, just leave. Just drive away. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would imagine that's got to complicate your life in that area because, I don't know, people can get, like we've seen already in the chat, people can have predetermined uh, ideas of what your dad's going to be like. Now, I don't want to meet your dad. He's mean. He's, 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 he's a curmudgeon. I've used that word <laughs> four times in this program, and I, I don't think I've used it in a year. Uh, but so, the, you know, the predetermined ideas about what family, it's, it's got to make it hard in any kind of relationship, whether it's friends with, with you know, just your friends or a girl there you're dating. Or something. <clears throat> well, uh, my girlfriend's family right now really likes Gen X Talks. And like, I was just telling them, like I was over at her house the other day and they were um, asking me about Vegas. Like, Oh, why are you going to Vegas? Like, Oh, Gen X talks. Like, what are you? And it was like, I, I felt like I was being interviewed. They were like, so like, what are your plans on like taking this in the future? I was like, totally normal question to ask. Um, like, <laughs> like, and then I, I'd start talking to them about it and they asked me about it all the time. And like, when I post a new video, um, she'll text me like my parents are dying in the living room laughing. I'm like, Oh yeah, I posted a new video. They probably saw it. Like some, some of the funny like that. They and like all my friends' parents. Like one of my best friends, his parent, his dad. Um, he wants to be on a live stream so bad. Like he loves Genix talks so much. Like he wants to meet my dad. He wants to be on a live stream. And my friend tells me he's like, dude, my dad will not shut up. Like just get him on a podcast or something. Like once, please. Because he'll, he'll start talking to my friend because, like, talking to my friend to tell me, like, as a messenger. And he doesn't want to deal with it anymore. So it's like, 
Ah, it's just, it's Somebody a is calling one of you at five to seven in the morning, California time. I would, I would get a gun out. Yeah, well, it's, it's, <laughs> hey, kid, uh, just run out of there real quick and uh, bring the dogs in and open the gate, would you? Can you do that oh. real quick? I'll tell you one story about that semi quasi celebrity thing. That um, so we live in the town of Bakersfield, California. We're in Central California. It's on our website because people send us stuff. Not a big deal. And um, the uh, there was all of a sudden one morning I woke up and a bunch of uh, on my phone and on his phone people had been sending us articles from a local TV station. And when you you know when you get something sent to you, you just see that kind of the headline before you click on it. And it's it was local news and it says TikTok celebrities. Here in Bakersfield, TikTok celebrity. I'm like, oh, that's great. Yeah, we're famous in our town now. All right, you know, this isn't a huge town, so you know, it's it's about time that people figured out that we're here and that he's got a lot of followers. So, um, I it was like a day and a half before I even opened them. I just figured, all right, well, I don't care what the news thing says. They didn't interview us. They didn't come film us, so it doesn't matter. Finally, after getting these from all of my friends and him getting this from all his friends, I opened it up. And it was about some singing cowboy who goes to gas stations and dances at a gas station. He opens up his, his pickup truck doors and he starts dancing to this music. And so his daughter films him like, wait a minute, that guy? There's no way. So he click, we click on the stuff. The guy's got like four times the followers that we do. I was oh, like, man. this is incredibly embarrassing. I'm I'm walking around half cocky going, that's right. You know, and so you know, that's a pretty- sad commentary <laughs> on the public and what they what what our society values. Because I, I you know <laughs> I I definitely respect what you're doing and I appreciate what you're doing. And I, I think despite what D Tubin said, I, I I admire the way you approach life and approach family life and I, th- I think you're, you're, I think you're, you're providing a solution that is really. I think more people should pay attention to it. Uh, well, I, so you called my mom. I was upset and said, "Hey, can you believe this? This guy here in town. She all she said was, why 'Won't you go learn how to dance?'" That was <laughs> that was my mom's answer, and she's a boomer. I'm like, "Thanks, mom. That's what I wanted." Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, if you can't beat him, join him. You know, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna start doing dancing videos at gas stations. Did you get that squared away? What? Yeah. Okay. Damn, that's impressive. <laughs> What's that? That you asked your kid to do something. He actually did it. <laughs> well, the person who the first the doorbell rang, and then I looked on my I, my security camera, my phone. It was the pool guy is here to service the pool, but you got to put all the dogs inside right. and open up the gate. And I'm like, I'm not getting my fat ass up. So I just I told him, and then he kind of caught on, and I. He knows if he'd have fucked around and done that, he'd have been like, God damn it, just do what I'm telling you. We're in the middle of a live stream. Just do it quickly, you know? So I know. I can't, I even, have to have, I can't even be on a live stream without getting bossed around to do something. <laughs> Seriously. Your live stream. Well, you know, be, be, uh, again, I, I mean, I remember these moments when you get older because uh, you've got a, a – a really unique and exceptional dad. I think most kids, uh, even if they uh, don't admire you now, 10 years, 20 years from now, they'll say, damn, that was a great upbringing. I wish I, I would have had a father like that. And, uh, I'm, I'm yeah. being all overly complimentary, I know, but I, I'm really impressed with this. Well, that's this, what I'm uh, paying you for. That's why I gave I mean, you that money ahead of time. <laughs> let me ask you something. Uh, now, this has nothing to do with what you do, but you mentioned Bakersfield. 
Yeah. Uh, to me, that has been like a mecca of the kind of music that I grew up on. Buck Owens, yeah. Dwight Yoakam, Merle Haggard, all that kind of stuff. Uh, is that culture still big in, in Bakersfield or has it gone to, you know? No, it's still there's still a just a huge core presence of that that music and far back. In, there's reminders all over town of it, too. Yeah, it's 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 steep in tradition here with a lot of people still. Cool. Yeah, I, I you know what? I got to make it back to Bakersfield. Last time I was there was probably 40 years ago, but I uh, definitely want to make it back there before I die. Um, listen, I, w- I wish you guys a, a lot of luck at your meet and greet in Vegas at the Red Red Rock. Is that what? No, Red, Red Rock Hotel and Red Casino. Red. Yeah. Uh, and where that's not on the strip, right? That's No, no, that's in mm-hmm. Summerlin. That's pretty far west. We intentionally don't like going to the strip for those type of things. You get get off it pick a nice place off strip and you know you can focus on what you're doing right well i wish you guys great success and and kid i i i expect great success again i don't (laughs) think i'll i'll be around to see it but i i think you're going to be somebody who makes an impact on the world i i I, and a positive (sighs) impact on the world and i applaud you both for doing what you do and continued success man you guys rock appreciate that thanks for having us on appreciate you yeah i'm glad to be here i didn't You know, I'd like to mention, <clears throat> Will, uh, I didn't Me mind too, waking up it. at 6 a.m. to be on this. Uh, hey, yeah, no, you, you were brought out in Bushy Tail. Oh, you're welcome on, back sure. anytime you want, you, you, with or without Dad or however you want to do it. I mean, uh, you, you'd be welcome to be a, a constant contributor to the show, mm-hmm. you, even if it's just for, uh, the, you know, little bits here and there. You know, you're on your way to school or wherever. I just want to come, come in, drop in and comment on something. That's oh, fine. Yeah. We'd love to have you back. You know something you should think about that this kind of just it's in the beginning stages that other um other podcasts are considering is uh getting him on when some sort of event happens and getting a Gen Z perspective. It's like, okay, how do you guys feel about what's going mm-hmm. on here? What do you what do you think about it from your generation? Even if it's just That's a good five idea. minutes. Would love to do are... that and on all sorts of topics because you know, uh what is it? What does the Gen Gen X uh, think about these things? We'll find mm-hmm. out. Well, <laughs> it's Gen Z, Gen email. Z, yeah. yeah, Gen Z. You got the email for his mother, and yeah. all you yeah. have to do is email her and say, "Hey, you know, does he have thirty minutes here, twenty minutes there, whatever it is? Let him jump on. There's he's got mm-hmm. a camera and a mic in every room in this house. He can sit down and 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 give you some perspective, even if it's wrong. And we're allowed to tell him. Now you're thinking mm-hmm. about that wrong, but he'll give you an honest answer for what his generation's thinking. Excellent. I appreciate both of you guys being here. Linktree, Gen X Talks, uh, and you'll find all the links to everything they do. Uh, go there and support it, even if you're a, a really angry person who says uh, <laughs> unconditional love and more than throw it all out. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, guys, uh, have a safe trip, and we will be in touch. Thanks for being Very here. Very good. Thank have you again. Morning. Thanks for letting us come on. Bye. Oop. <laughs> Well, that was a great, great conversation. I appreciate those guys a lot. Uh, and what, what they're doing is unique. And I, I'm not kidding when I say I'm jealous. I wish I would have had that kind of relationship with my dad, even though, uh, you know, we're like we talked about two days ago. You can't go back and change the past. But I got to imagine I would be a much better person if I had a <laughs> Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, you know? I mean, I can't imagine how much better my life would be if my dad wasn't a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's exactly uh, what I was thinking, but I didn't put it in quite those words. But yeah. Oh, uh, I'll put it in those words. I don't exactly. think my dad was a piece of shit. Listen, I, I'm going to say. Well, your dad wasn't a pedophile, though. I mean, there's a difference. <laughs> He was a criminal of the highest intent. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, but he wasn't um, fucking kids it, it, either. Huh? Was he fucking kids though? No, but right. you know, what, yeah, no. What, I mean, I get it. Apples taught, and oranges. One thing he I mean, did teach me bad. though. I got. Yeah. I got to tell you, my one thing my father taught. It doesn't matter what your sins are; they're all bad. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, yeah. I get they, what you're saying. I mean, as, as we like to intellectualize that kid fucking is worse than murder, but, right. Uh, right, but you know, yeah. in the eyes of, of whether it's um, if you believe in God or if whatever you believe in, in the eyes of morality, this really, you know, a sin is a sin. Yeah, no, <laughs> uh, for sure. Being a bad for person sure. is a bad person. Uh, sure. But yeah, I, I, but I would, coming back to the, my dad was not a, I always say this, my parents they weren't great parents, right. but no, very few people are. Now, this guy had uh, it, 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 the general had had a really good explanation for how you get there. Just have a lot of kids, and by the time you get to the last one, you will have learned. <laughs> uh, maybe the trial was, and error has worked itself yeah, out enough. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it definitely does. So, I think it does make you a better parent. The more you, you know, I'm not telling everybody to go out and have eight kids. But I do think there is something to that because we all judge our parents in one way or another. And I always try to remind myself that my parents were trying to do the best they could. They just weren't very good at it. And they didn't have a lot of opportunities for learning or improving on it. So uh, I have to forgive them in some way. Anyway, that's the show for today. Um, good show. Um, <laughs> I, I, I like it. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for hooking that up, man. Thanks for being part of all this and and, and making that happen. Uh, yeah. And tomorrow, I think Dave uh, Sidwell will be back with me. Uh, I got to send him a link. I know we talked about it. I just he couldn't make it yesterday. I think he'll be here tomorrow. That's I'm awesome. pretty sure he was in the chat today. Yeah, he was. He, he loved okay. Gen talks, Gen X talks. Uh, okay. All right. Have a great day. I'm going to go um, do business stuff. You know, business. All right, man. What are you going to go do today? Or you, what do you do after this is over? You go, uh, what do you go, rob a bank? What do you do? Uh, well, it just kind of depends on the day. Sometimes I got to do stuff on the grounds. There are uh, no banks I gotta in, go. in Grants, New Mexico, are there? There's not a single bank. Yeah, there's no, there are banks. There's oh. a Wells, there's two banks. There's a TBK bank and a Wells Fargo bank. It's the flower shops I don't go into. Uh, okay. Well, have a great day. I'll talk to you later. Maybe I'll talk to you later today. Maybe we'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day, and thanks for coming All to right. life for now. Later, brother. Bye.
to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now.